Hey guys, welcome back to our playground. I am your host, Ali Fan. Today on the show, we are joined by sustainability content creator, Delilah Isabel. On her platform, you can find things like sustainability tips that are broken down into actionable items, the latest on our climate and ways we can be a part of the change, the coolest brands doing amazing things for the world, as well as ideas for human connection. Her feed is truly a burst of optimism and knowledge we all need. And in our conversation today, Delilah shares how she went from being against TikTok to realizing how much she enjoyed it and what she hopes to take into 2022. As always, please take the time to subscribe and leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It seems super small, but it is really the best way to help get our podcast out to new listeners. Of course, share this with anyone you think will love this conversation. Now coming up on our playground, it's Delilah Isabel. Delilah, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you today. Hi, Allie. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited to to see you and have this conversation. Yeah, so for the listeners, we originally recorded this back uh, in December, but unfortunately, um, (laughs) due to technical difficulties, uh, we weren't able to get the episode out. But I'm glad that we get to chat and kind of catch up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I've been good. Thank you. Yeah, I know now we now we're already we're already friends. So maybe we can even dive into some further things that we didn't talk about last time. (laughs) But I've been so excited to touch base with you again. I've been I've been good. Um, I last time we talked, I was in Hawaii. I currently am in my um, my home, my family's home in Washington, D.C., where it is much colder than it was when we were talking before when I was in Hawaii. Um, but I've been home for the holidays. And um, yeah, so I've been doing well. But what about you? How are things on your end? Uh, it's been a crazy um, beginning of the year, definitely. I think, I feel like I'm like stuck in like 2021 still. It's weird. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I feel like things can only get better, hopefully. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I also think hopefully we'll have, you know, a global community of a lot more resilient and compassionate people mm-hmm. after we've all been experiencing this for the better part of two years, which is I kind know. of hard to hard to even believe. I yeah. feel like I closed my eyes and I opened them and I was like transformed in a time machine and I'm just so much older and things are different and pressures are different but um yeah it's it's amazing too to think about the connections that people have also been able to make through this time you know and um the fact that I'm talking to you who knows if this would have happened had all this not happened too so for that I feel very grateful yes I don't think I would have started the podcast if it weren't for the pandemic and everything so it's really wow that is amazing Wait, when did you decide to start the podcast, by the way? I don't think I asked you that last time. Uh, yeah, so I came up with the idea in 2020, at the end of 2020, and I kind of put it off a little bit in 2021, and then it started out, I don't know if I told you this, but it started out as a school project, and yeah, so it was for my final, for one of my classes, and I, it was about climate change, um, so I wanted to interview someone who was um, like in like an activist. So I did that and then I kind of just continued with it. Wow. Yeah. You badass. That's awesome. <laughs> what, how did you teach yourself how to 
like go about podcasting because it's actually you're inspiring me a lot because it's something that I've been wanting to do for months now is to start a podcast but it's um definitely kind of a daunting undertaking but you're yeah you're very inspirational to me but how did you did you just read a lot like did you ask anyone who had one uh no I did it all through actually no um funny story my sister and my cousin they're younger but they have a podcast Mm -hmm. too and it's like their own fun thing um oh my gosh yeah so I asked them like how did you upload this to like (laughs) Spotify I'm like that's um so then I asked them and then I did a lot of googling a lot of googling you did a lot of googling yeah okay that seems to be the key is always just google our little hearts out and we can Mm -hmm. find we can find you know our answers (laughs) yeah but it's it's funny it's just funny because it's like here I am, you know, God knows how much older than you asking you about this. And then you were asking your younger sister and cousin. And it's just so funny. Isn't that crazy? Younger generation. That's so cool. Wow. That is really cool. Pretty soon it's going to be like the little like kids with iPads running around like ruling the world. But um, (laughs) until then. (laughs) It is crazy how that happened, actually. Um, So I want you to kind of introduce yourself for the listeners. Sure. Um, hello, everyone. I am Delilah, um, Delilah Harvey. My, I'm from Northern Virginia, so the D.C. area. Um, I'm a TikTok content creator where I make content predominantly about sustainable living and also just random videos, too, trying to get people to live more compassionate, connected lives and then also throw in some random things of my friends and things I eat and do in my life. Um, but I have just been living in Hawaii for the past five months. I actually moved there with girls that I met via TikTok, which is still kind of crazy to explain to some people, but um, they are now going to be lifelong friends. They're absolutely amazing. Um, I'm back home for a little bit, visiting my family. Not quite sure if I'm going back to Hawaii yet, so we'll see about that. Next steps are to be determined, but um, I'm just feeling really grateful to be talking with you, Ali, and um, especially after so many of the incredible people you've already had on the show. So huge kudos to you for all that you're, you've done and are doing, but I've just been devouring the episode, just cool. so inspired by everyone, by you. And um, yeah, so I feel very honored. So thank you for having me. Yes. Um, so I didn't, I don't know if I asked you this last time, but what does our playground mean to you? You did ask me that last time, and I thought it was a brilliant question. I mean, obviously, the name of your podcast, so it's a, it was a brilliant idea in the first place, but um, I, that question is, I think, a very important one. So, of course, I think a lot of people would automatically, or at least I'd hope, would think about our planet. So, at least that's what I think of first when I hear about our playground. I think of it as sort of an analogy for our planet, but I think sort of in reverse, I think how we go about climate action, how we come together as a community, that there's a lot we can actually learn from how kids operate on playgrounds. And there's a lot of dynamics there and sort of just this intrinsic nature of exploration of common space that everyone has to partake in and protect and come together and to enjoy. And if not, your recess privileges get taken away. (laughs) So it's very important that, you know, just like mirroring mirroring kids on the playground with just that, that, 
you know, we can all tap into that feeling, those memories of being at that age, being on a playground and just sort of that unbridled joy and just fun and exploration and, you know, come like collaboration via like whatever playing games that you have when you're at that age. But I think that spirit is going to be very needed to tap into as, as we move forward and try to come together, you know, not only to combat climate action, but to actually propel ourselves into a more sustainable future, more sustainable world. And I think joy is a part of that. I think coming together in a, in a shared space is a huge part of that. So those are just some thoughts that I have kind of babbling on, but I do think it's a very important question and it's what I'm going to take with me and ask others as well. Oh, I love that. So I want to, so you're a social media content creator. So how did you begin your journey with that? Yeah. Um, so it's funny because we talked about some of this stuff last time. So you have to tell me if I'm, if I'm saying, you know, too much of the same thing, but um, so my social media journey, let's see, it goes back to the beginning of the pandemic or it was more, it was, it was a few months after the pandemic started. I was in my senior year of college starting it out and I started an Instagram account um that I blocked every single one of my friends from so no one knew I had it and it was just my little space my little teeny corner of the world the internet world to totally geek out on sustainable living sustainable fashion I would spend hours making these canva graphics about just these topics that I was interested in and I wanted I was researching them anyways and wanted kind of a creative outlet to put the information together, condense it. Um, something I'm really passionate about even to this day is trying to boil certain subjects down into you know, concise little tidbits that resonate with people or make sense to people. And so that was sort of my way of doing that. But honestly, the goal at that point wasn't even for anyone to see it necessarily. I mean, I thought it was like a bonus, but it really was just me kind of nerding out, just enjoying like making these little graphics during my research. Um, but then there was a point when um, I think I think something that happened was like my mom, it was like my mom and her friends were the only ones who followed this account. Like it was like that. So my mom reshared one of my graphics to her Instagram. And I think that some of my friends had saw her reshare this graphic and then tried clicking on the account and, and having it not show up. So then I started getting these texts of people saying, are you blocking us from the Instagram account? So that really was my band-aid being ripped off moment. So once I did that, um, it became, it ended up being my pride, you know, I got over my little, my little ego, my embarrassment, and I ended up being like, you know what, this is what I've been doing, I've been enjoying it, and my friends, of course, loved it, were very supportive. Um, then fast forward to Thanksgiving, and um, a year ago, yeah, Thanksgiving a year ago, I was with my family, and my little sister was making TikToks a lot, like doing her little dances. And I like we talked about this last time, but I was such a TikTok hater. <laughs> I was like roasting her for like doing it. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed for you. Like <laughs> TikTok is frying the brains of our younger generation. Um, there's nothing. This is me not having one. I didn't really like go on it. I was just being so judgmental and very uneducated about with some of these claims, but. 
she was like, you know what? I think that you would actually have fun doing it. You should try making one with like whatever hours you're spending on your like little Canva graphics for Instagram. <laughs> so I was like, begrudgingly, I made one. And I was like, you know what? I think this is kind of fun. This is kind of fun. It felt like a lot less pressured than Instagram. It felt like just, I don't know, anything goes. Um, so I, that's how it all started. And um, I just really enjoyed it. I think the first few months I was focusing a lot, first few weeks rather, I was focusing a lot on sustainable fashion. Um, and since then it sort of evolved a little bit more, but, um, yeah, that was sort of the origin with, with TikTok. <laughs> that is such a funny story. Cause I mean, Thank I've heard you. this, I heard this last time, but I mean, yeah. it's still so <laughs> funny. You went as a, like, like a TikTok, like hater to now you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. do, do didn't I... you say you had kind of a similar situation yes. where you, oh yeah. yes. um, my sister was like the one to like start it all and I was like, oh, that's so dumb. Like, why are you wasting your time on the app? <laughs> like, she would spend hours on the app, right? Yeah. And then I was like, and then I saw that it wasn't just like dances and like that stuff. Yeah. But there was all these other things. And I'm like, that sounds cool. And so, and then I got into it. And then I'm like, and now they're like roasting me. Because like, <laughs> I'm the one that didn't like it before. And now like, I'm on it. So. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. It's funny how that works. How our little <laughs> sisters sometimes uh, inspire us, although we don't probably don't tell them enough. But oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how, what's your take on the whole climate conversation, and what was what about it really drove you um, to start creating content around it, specifically with uh, sustainable fashion? Oh, that is a good question. It's a big question. I think there's like a lot of different aspects of that um, that come to mind. But I think my original feeling was that I was so passionate about it from school, from classes I had taken, from just, you know, friends that I had who also opened my eyes to back in high school to our climate crisis and you know kind of collective action needed and, and such but um I almost felt like there was a point where I couldn't not talk about it even if it was just to one other person and social media felt like a really great opportunity to try to create number one try to create conversation with people to try to make these topics feel accessible and more actionable and more educational and inspiring than formidable and um, scary and negative and unaccessible. So that was sort of one initial pull. And then another two was just to really find community. And that has been something that's just been so incredible. And the amount of people who are also creating content about climate and sustainable living that I've seen or interacted with is just so incredible. Like there's so many people who are making such engaging, informative, educational pieces about sustainability. And it's cool to also see the gamut of different people's expertises and what they're kind of, which facet of the climate conversation they're, you know, either the most into or have studied or whatever. So it's been kind of this kind of symbiosis, giving what I can and also soaking in what I also can from others on the platform. Um, and I think uh, the ball has, has been rolling. And I've also been, I've realized too, I think there's so many moments where I'm actually 
honestly surprised when I see certain people who do, who aren't so passionate or who do care so much and who just don't really know where to go about it or have certain entry points. And, you know, I think because I always just come from a place of assuming like, oh, you know, a lot of people don't care, which is just not based on anything, you know, so it's, it's really exciting and it's energizing, especially when we constantly are hearing the kind of like gloom and doom, all parts of climate that also come up. It's those kind of moments and those pockets of hope and of action and mobilization that also I think keep us as activists, keep us going and keep us engaged. Yeah, I really like your thoughts on that. Um, Thank you. So I think social media is a wonderful place as you've been talking about, but I want to hear your thoughts on social media burnout. Um, I know you last time we talked again that you talked about how you were kind of in like a TikTok slump. Um, So how's that been for you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, honestly, just to be completely honest, I, I feel like I've been in this just slump for a few months. And I think a lot of it is that kind of um, analysis paralysis where I'm so focused on or just analyzing everything I'm making, analyzing the what I want to be making, the impact I want to have, the content I want to create, and it just kind of hindered my my creativity a little bit and hindered my desire to be to be on the app. But I will say that that fluctuates. You know, I think that I have this new philosophy now because I've had little bouts of this before, where I just know it'll come and go, and I know that if I'm sort of in this moment of just kind of, it's honestly just like funk it just feels like a funkiness <laughs> when I go on the app I'm just like Ugh. but that I just know the kind of upswing is coming and I think I should probably take the advice or the perspective that I would give any other creator on the app which is just like be patient and and do what feels good do what feels right don't just do what other you think other people um what would especially with metrics and all that stuff, like don't just do what you think will perform best, but also, you know, create things that you really feel like bring you joy and bring other people value when, where you can. Um, But yes, I do think burnout can be very real for sure. Um, But I do, I do believe that it passes, you know, if, if people's intentions are in the right place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of get when you like, I've been feeling that too, when you go on the app and you're just like, Ugh, this seems a little overwhelming because yeah. there's just so much content too. I agree. And and I do think that um, especially for people who are interested in being creators, I mean, it, one of the things I always like to say too is try to always create more than you consume. Um, and personally, I don't, I don't know if any of your listeners are in that boat where they're, you know, trying to maybe put more content out there, especially about certain topics, but um, kind of when I like consume TikToks, like I kind of view it more as like research and I usually do it when I'm doing something like walking or like I'm walking on the treadmill or that's just like a personal preference thing. But um, I just feel like I like to feel like I'm just doing something else while I'm doing it and not just sort of like mindlessly taking it in, which is okay every once in a while I do that too. Um, but when I go through when I go through the app, I'm like very diligent about the amount of time that I spend on it when I'm consuming and also really just 
am hearing mainly for sounds or music or certain themes to use as inspiration rather than just kind of like you know mm-hmm. mindlessly consuming it for hours but easier said than done sometimes but yeah, that's just definitely. sort of a little a little thing I try to do mm-hmm. that's a good ad- piece of advice um so you also create content around human connection and um over the summer that's I feel like that's when it kind of all started you yeah. went on the road trip and you compiled this playlist of all the people that you met with their favorite songs. So can you talk a little bit yeah. about that? Yeah, oh my goodness. Um, I, love, I love talking about it. So tell me if I'm, I'm talking too much about it. Um, I tend to get a little excited when I do. Um, but wow, so I think partly, I, Part of like part of the reason why I might be feeling a little bit of that burnout that we're talking about now is because I'm trying I've been trying to figure out how to also include this passion that I have for trying to promote messages around human connection when I also am trying to promote this sustainability like sustainable living um, and talking and creating community around that. So I think I think there's total symbiosis between the two, but. Um, it does all kind of go back to my, my desire to create content around that the connection and, you know, asking questions and getting out of your comfort zone does go back to the summer when my mom and I went on a cross country road trip. This was right after I graduated from college. Um, I had an idea one day just to go on, have do a cross country trip and go with my mom. It was super random. It just like popped in my head and I called her and I really was not sure what to expect. Um, she and I had never done anything like that before. And much to my pleasant surprise, she, without any hesitation, said, yes, let's do it. Um, so we, we were a few weeks out and we we're like, okay, let's just start planning. So we started mapping out where we wanted to go, the stops we wanted to make. Um, we were consulting, you know, CNN Traveler, trying to find cool lodging experiences. We stayed with friends for the first half along the way. And then on the second half was when we started staying in some like really interesting um, lodging to say the least. So that includes, we stayed in yurts in Marfa, Texas. We stayed in this like Airbnb under the stars in Joshua Tree where there was literally like an outdoor bed for stargazing, like just the coolest stuff. It was unbelievable. Um, But on the first day of this trip, we were in the car and we were driving south first. We're driving to Georgia. And my mom had the idea to make a playlist because I was on Oxus, we were playing Spotify, make a playlist where we would put a musician, a famous musician from each state that we go, like we drive through on this playlist. So we started doing that a little bit. And then kind of a few minutes into it, I was like, why don't we make our own playlist, but make a playlist where every single person we meet along the way, we ask them for their favorite song or song that's meaningful to them and ask them why. And it was just like this random thought. And again, I didn't really know what she would think about it. She was kind of like, I mean, okay, like we can try. Um, so, so we went to a gas station, she was getting gas and I went into like the little gas station store. And, you know, I told you the story last time, but this was really like the encounter that set this whole project, this whole, you know, endeavor in motion was this first stop so got out of the car went into the gas station store got my little like candy and drink and like I was the only one in the store 
and I walked to the counter and I was kind of like nervously looking over my shoulder even though I knew no one else was in there it was just us, me and the cash uh, cash register um attendant and he we didn't really make he wasn't really looking at me he was just kind of scanning the food and I was just really nervous I was like I don't know should I ask this should I, should I not and I just you know like what I try to do in in moments of uh, where I'm feeling a little fear, I just counted to three and just blurted it out on number three. And I just said, like, so fast and probably like five octaves higher than my <laughs> voice is already. I was like, um, what is your favorite song? And, blah, 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 blah. and he looked up at me and we made eye contact. So that was sort of the first was like, whoa, wow, we're, we're looking in each other's eyes. And a lot of times when we're just sort of like interacting with people in that kind of capacity, where there's metaphorically and literally like a wall between you two you're not really even looking at each other's eyes um and he just smiled like his face just transformed and it, it felt like you know he went from this sort of uh just we were just kind of in this monotonous zone to hit him smiling and just it was like oh i have just the song and he he pulled out his phone and he asked me he was like he was like oh have you heard of this? Have you heard of this group? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, do you like reggae music? And I was like, yeah. I mean, the only CD I have in my car, my college car is a Bob Marley CD, which is true, <laughs> which is true. And I was like, I don't know if that counts, but he's like, yeah, of course, but listen to this, listen to this group. And, and um, I like, he showed me, he showed me his phone and I, we were kind of listening, but it was hard to hear. He's like, wait, wait, wait. And he kind of skirts to the back of the store. He comes back. And I realized he had plugged his phone into the store audio system. And all of a sudden this song is blasting, not only in the store, but in like the, the gas station. So it's just like loud. And the two of us are looking at each other and we're just kind of like bopping our heads and grooving and just like, just being so present and having such a good time with each other. And we were like laughing and he, I was like, why does this song, why is this song? He's like, oh, it reminds me of when I was in, London when I was you know studying in my 20s and it always just makes me feel like a lot of joy and, and happiness and it was just interesting in the moment being like okay wow this man who I totally would have not engaged with this is his favorite song from when he was in London now he's in North Carolina I wonder how he got here like I wonder you know this whole journey that he had but this one song is like a little access point into him into knowing him and it's a little way to remember him by. And um, something too that I've been thinking about a lot actually recently in terms of all the conversations I ended up having was after each one, even the ones that, not all of them were that, you know, in depth, but that feeling of like the ghost of the conversation that might not have been, you know, that is something that kind of makes me think anytime I'm even now, interacting with people just in who are, are strangers and it you know maybe there's a moment to engage meaningfully I was just like asking myself like to do it to talk even if I don't feel like it even when I feel like a little gross or I look gross or whatever the heck I might be feeling it's like there's a ghost of a conversation that might not happen and that is like reason enough to try so after leaving the gas station, I get in the car, I look over my mom, I'm like, mom, we're doing this. So she's like, okay, let's do it. And then for the rest of the two or so weeks, as we we're driving across the country, we collected, I think, around 80 something songs. So obviously had that many conversations. 
and um yeah i remember each each one honestly like someone could put me to the test but i remember where each each one came from the conversations i had the person that we talked to and it was really cool also seeing my mom get super into it as well and she, having her own funny stories and encounters with people too so um yeah that was a little backstory on on the playlist <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is i mean i've never it's something that you would never think to do but you did it and i mean there's like so many opportunities like so many more things that you can do with that so i want to know now that we're in 2022 what are some kind of things that you want to take into this year regarding you know human connection or sustainability or um with anything like that oh, girl you asked some good questions you <laughs> i mean it is rare i feel stumped but i love i love that question um wow that's a really good one i do have a lot that i want to try to take into 2022 um one thing in terms of sustainability is I I want to try to, this is, okay, so this is something that sometimes I struggle with a little bit on TikTok is, of course, it's, there's a part of it, the content that I want to create that is more kind of casual, more entertaining, more inspirational, sustainable living, stuff like that, products and, you know, things that people also are into and care about, but I want to try to find a way to talk about some of the harder hitting themes and stories within sustainability right now within our climate crisis and find ways to boil those down into TikToks that don't aren't more confusing or more overwhelming but also really interesting or eye-opening or engaging to people um, and find a way to really get people into them and you never know too because where we, we passions that we have all kind of root somewhere and it could just be the eye-opener that someone needs to actually get super interested in one topic and within sustainability so in terms of creating i think one of my goals is to try to like usher in you know lean more into my desire to create a little bit more um kind of harder hitting narrative content um i think in terms of just my life i Another sustainability goal that I have is I want to try to make a lot of the things that I buy out of convenience, even things, um, you know, ranging from tortillas to pickles, you know, like I can pickle things myself. I don't need to buy it. So doing that. And there's so many awesome creators on TikTok who are super inspirational to me who are all about, um, you know, those look like little, especially sustainability cooking, like you know better cooking in that way and just like little kitchen hacks um and then i do want to keep trying to push myself to have conversations with people with strangers to be really curious about others and ask questions and not sounds a little cheesy but diminish that like my light or diminish my kind of insatiable desire to constantly ask things of everyone I meet. I think there've been times in my life, you and I talked about this last time too, where I've been told that that's a, that's a lot, like that's too, you're too much, you're, you know, you're asking too much or these are weird questions or whatever it is, but I've never regretted asking someone something mm -hmm. or I've never regretted trying to get to know people past the surface level. So I think that is something that I want to continue to do um, in 2022. Yeah, I love that. I, I also really agree with you when you, like 
you want to ask the questions but then you feel like a burden to someone because maybe they don't want to answer it but then you never know yeah. so yeah, yeah and, and of course like it's such an art like it sometimes you know yeah like you're right sometimes you do just have to read read the room and maybe someone mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't really want to engage and that's okay like if you know you can't like force or hoist yourself on every <laughs> single person some people are just you know they're chilling about their day and that's so fine that is so fine but um yeah you know reading the room of course always goes goes a long way um yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um just to respect your time we're gonna get into this is a new section uh our playground rapid fire questions so these are the okay. some questions i'm gonna ask every single guest from for the foreseeable future <laughs> so <laughs> um the first one is a book that you recommend oh my gosh wow okay so literally anything I think I said this maybe last time. I can't remember if we talked about this last time but like literally anything ever written by Brene Brown like she she could anything she says I would tattoo on myself like I love <laughs> her so much um another one that's sort of in the similar camp of of you know personal growth and stuff is Living Beautifully with Uncert- Uncertainty and Change by Pema Chodron um super short you can finish it in a few hours but it's also very it's profound so I would say those and then if you haven't already like by some sad twist of fate like the harry potter series of <laughs> course especially now that the this new reunion yeah. just came out it just gotten me all over again like in my feelings about <laughs> harry potter so <laughs> gotta put that one on there yeah okay the next one is your favorite creators on uh social media okay wow um love lauren who you had on Mm -hmm. the podcast lauren free um she's great uh eco underscore og i think is their name um two girls love that page um brendan kai love um these are sustainability creators um chris and climate amazingly we actually met in hawaii and it was like instant connection she's so awesome um sustainable Sabrina these are it's so funny like knowing their names and then trying to like remember <laughs> the handles exactly but she's also awesome um activism um I love comment diva oh my gosh soulful seeds Zara for your for climate positivity this is your woman she is incredible and every Friday she does these like good climate news of the week and I just think she's magnificent um and then in terms of non-sustainability I who have I been liking a lot recently this one account called hunter prosper it's sort of like one of the things that i kind of like aspire to be able to do but in my own style but he basically asks strangers these questions and i think he takes his questions from um that card deck if we were we're not really strangers um that that count yeah so him I, i really like of course my girl my roommate bestie jazz tyler for cooking all your cooking needs (laughs) she's amazing and then also my friend oh my sister Callie Callie Jardine Pilates queen so if anyone wants to get into some Pilates that is your girl so those are some off the top of my head but there's probably like a million that I'm missing but yeah um yeah yes um okay and Allie you (laughs) (laughs) can't wait can't forget thank you um okay (laughs) what is an affirmation that you tell yourself Oh my goodness. 
I'm capable of hard things. Um, I start every morning, I write down affirmations, so that's one. Um, I write, one of the ones I write is, um, I am brimming with happiness and overflowing with joy. I write that down a lot. Um, and I think those, those are the two that I think I write down the most, or that I try to feel the most. That's a, yeah, yeah, wow, a good one. Okay, what are you most grateful for right now? Mm. I just spent the past week with my grandparents who I haven't seen in five months. And my grandparents are like a part of my soul. Um, I, you know that, it's silly, but that, um, that trend that has been going around TikTok, the, like the butterfly effect thing yes. where it's like, yes. they are honestly so many of my butterfly, butterfly effects either we're with them or we're inspired by them and um they're just i treasure them so much so to have not seen them you know for so long it was just incredible so i'm so thankful for that time with them um yeah okay last one is what's the title that you would give for this chapter in your playground oh my god girl <laughs> you these are amazing i love you we need to talk later ask each other more questions but um what is oh my gosh I think I would call it the beautiful becoming because I feel as though you know of course the past the past few years have been a lot for a lot of us but I feel like I'm in a very strange transition moment in my life where there's a lot that I've been really sad to let go of or move on from and feeling like I'm so ready for the future, but gripping on to the past and gripping on to a feeling that I associated with a certain age, especially my like pre-pandemic age, and I feel like I am just in, there's so much that's just so uncertain and unknown for me and in my life right now. And that's another thing too. It's like with social media, you never know what's happening behind closed doors. And I think I'm really scared, but so excited for this next chapter in, in my becoming. And I think the, the beauty of part of that is that it's the unknown the ugly like the ugly hard parts that are also part of that journey the uncertainty the fear the just you know sometimes it's discomfort or comparison or whatever like that's all part of the beauty of of transitions and I'm in a major transitional point in my life so I think that's going to be the next chapter um and then I'll also hopefully for my the playground that inspires me you know to do everything that I do which is, is which is our planet you know there's so much that's disheartening and scary that's happening with our climate but hopefully like we can have a big becoming moment yes <laughs> and we can really amazing. create some major transformation you know and mm -hmm. I'm I'm hopeful and especially hopeful talking to people like you I, I don't want to I don't want to like be too much like 
young ones but like you know you really do inspire me and the fact that you already are just such a force a force for good and for change about not only connecting with people but about the climate like it really gives me so much it energizes me so much too to to keep fighting on this climate action uh plan we're all on or should be all on (laughs) so well I love that so much and I really enjoyed this conversation with you um I mean I wish we could chat for even longer but um yes there's we'll have stone. to maybe do another one. Yes. <laughs> Me inviting myself back. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll have to no. come back for round two. Yep, part two. Um, yes. Yes. Thank you, Delilah, so much for of coming course. on the show. Um, how can the listeners me. connect with you? Yes, um, my favorite connection. We love it. Uh, <laughs> please come say hi um, on TikTok. My username is at Delilah underscore Isabel. Um, also, my username on Instagram is at, Deli- at Delilah Isabel underscore, underscore is just switched, but my Instagram is linked on my, through my TikTok. And I'm not super active on Instagram. I said that last time, but this time I'm actually going to commit to trying to be more active on Instagram. Um, but that being said, my inbox, my DMs are always open. Please send me a message or my email is also linked to my Instagram page. So feel free to send me an email happy to chat offline offline online offline whatever about anything anyone wants to talk about be it sustainability life anything um happy to talk all things so yeah thanks for having me Allie yes thank you so much tuning into this week's episode of our playground as always if you enjoyed today's conversation then make sure to review and follow the show on apple podcast and spotify you can also connect with me on tiktok at alifan with two n's see you next week